Welcome to Bad Sports. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Eric Grundy. With me is Mark Bradford. Hola. <clears throat> we hope you had a fantastic weekend. We got a lot to get into. Mark, how's your, how's your week going? It's hot. It's hot today. Yeah, where we're from, it's, uh, it's pretty fucking humid. Out of nowhere. It gets really humid. It's like 88, 90. We kind of skipped spring, too. I mean, I don't want to talk about the weather too much, but it's having an impact on our life. Like, I had sweaty legs all day today, man. Yeah. I have to wear pants at work. Me, too. It's fucking brutal. But uh, other than that, how'd your, did you, how'd your day go yesterday? Didn't you go disc golfing? Yeah, dude. Funny that we talk about jeans. I actually went straight from work, so I showed up oh, in jeans. Oh, sure. Maybe the tall grass. Might no, there was no tall grass. Okay, never mind. But fortunately, I had a pair of swim trunks in my car that I put on. But the, And they were yellow rubber duckies all over them. <laughs> Which in a pool, they're fun, but at disc golf, it's kind of strange. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You're disc golfing. I feel like that's a, one of the places that they'd be, you know, that you could rock rubber duckies. It's so shorts. hot. Better than wearing pants. It was. I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have finished if I had to wear pants. No. Nope. Yeah, I don't know if I could either. Johnson's pretty tough. I feel like that's. It requires a lot. Of, it's a tough course, and you're kind of out in the sun too. There's, there's a, lot a lot of hills. Of, yeah, a lot of hills. You're walking. Uh, I played ultimate frisbee yesterday. I had my third week game. How'd that go? It was good, man. It's kind of interesting. The last, like, these last two games, our team has been utterly and unenthusiastic going into it, and totally intimidated by the team. And then we still won. And I've noticed that happened the last time. And our our captain didn't show up. We had like six people. You need seven to play. And we're just like, man, how are we gonna do this? And we got a, and we got a, like a tough team. Win. We won every like. Back-to-back games. And uh, <clears throat> uh, luckily some people showed up. It was really hot. It was muggy. And it was kind of bittersweet for me because uh, I beat a team with this player on it. His name's Jaeger. And he was kind of a, an asshole to Pat and I last year on our team. Mm. And it felt fucking good. Because I, I got the game winner as well. I scored How six was... times. Wow. But, go ahead. How was that guy an asshole? I'll get to that in a second. Okay. So, <clears throat> I'll just tell you right now. I I try to make as many friends as possible. I try not to be arrogant. It's easy when you get excited and you're good at something. You kind of see that. When someone's really good at something, they kind of can't help but get excited. And they get they let loose and they just start talking shit. They might not even realize it. Uh so Pat and I joined this summer league last year, and we were on a team with this guy named Jaeger, and he's this tall dude. He's a handler who mostly throws. He's, he's an all-around. What's a handler? A handler's like the quarterback in Frisbee. Okay. You got cutters and handlers, and that's like the only two positions. Cutter, baby. I'm a cutter as well. Hand, but handling is, um, the, like, even cutters are, can be throwers too, but that's a whole other thing. Jaeger is this tall dude. He's like 6'5". He's older. He's like in his mid-30s. Knows, like, everybody. He was on our team, and, like, 
he was totally distant to us. He was the one person on our team that would never even offer to like warm up with us, never consider warming up with us, never asked us like how's it like, going. Like doesn't warm up with anybody or just No, he warms up with people that uh are on other teams. Like he'll just warm up with us. He will not and if it, if it is someone on our team, it's like with the captain or something. Wouldn't warm up with Pat and I. And then we're like, you know, whatever. Like, you know, some people they're like I don't that doesn't bother me. That's not where it gets bad. But that's just kinda who he is, at least from my perspective, someone who's new. He's also like a assistant captain. He kind of uh he knows his reputation precedes him, so he's always giving advice. And <clears throat> then it started getting weird. Like he had this weird beef with Pat man. Like one time Pat threw a pass to him and he caught it and he did not celebrate with him. It was the most awkward thing I've ever seen. Pat would like go high five him. Didn't even look at him. He was just like... <sighs> like, he was, like, mad that Pat had this fucking sick deep throw to him. And he just, like... Then it started getting weird. And then it got really personal when um, one time Pat was on the bench. And, it like, it was his turn. He waited patiently. He went out there. It just so happened to be the game point. And Jaeger calls him off. He goes, hey, man, can you actually sub out? Thanks. Oh, I remember. I remember this. And then he did that to me in the playoffs. 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 Yeah, we, um, it was playoffs. I went out there uh, in the last game-winning point because my teammate Nate was like super tired. He told me to sub back out. He's like, "Hey, man, can you sub back out?" So you we were like, "No." I didn't want to. I didn't. I just went with it because I didn't want to. I've been like, I don't, no. I'm also new, so I was just like, "Fuck it, man!" Like, if people, no one else is saying anything, I'm just gonna. You know, whatever. I just went with it. We lost, anyways. Um, fast forward to yesterday. I just I'm playing his team. They're really good. They got this other guy on their team named Donkey. He's Donkey. Talking, yeah, his name's. Nickname. That's not a nice nickname. It's a nickname. He likes it. This dude's an asshole to everybody. But Jaeger was on that team, and well, his name is Donkey. I got the game. I scored six times. Uh-huh. I got a defensive play on Donkey, which was huge. He haw. Because he was killing it. And I didn't really make a defensive play. I just, like, they threw it deep to him, and I was covering him. And the, he, like, I don't know. I just boxed him out, I guess. But I was kind of surprised he didn't score. I was happy that I held him off at least a little bit. But, dude, I got the game winner, and I was so fired up because we beat Jaeger's team. And then at the end of the game, that motherfucker didn't even look at me. Nor did he say good good game. Everyone Nor else did say, he say good game. He didn't say oh anything. Gosh. Dude, Mark. Sounds like a villain. I played with him for 10 weeks. That's not that long. Last person. You were I, his opponent, bro. I'd have been like, Psh. Whatever. The, I don't think it's uh, that big of a deal. Three other people I saw there on my team. Like, <laughs> you didn't expect I, him to I do that? I had conversations with them. Like, no, I just, like, I don't know. I, it just felt good. He was just pissed. I could tell. Because you know what? The guy that was covering me wore a fucking mechanics jersey. That's the pro ultimate team. He, Yeah, they do that. You wear your pro jersey if you want to flex. You either wear your GVSU jersey or your fucking Detroit mechanics jersey. And I know sure as hell Jaeger would have subbed me out for that motherfucker and I caught it over him. But, man, I was on cloud nine yesterday. Got my redemption arc. I could lose every game now and I'd be happy. Mm, that's not very good to say. Why? You could lose every game? 
I'm just saying that's how satisfying it was. Have oh you, wow, I'm shocked that it's. I don't, he probably is not thinking about you at all right now. That's what. That's what bothers me. Probably yesterday. I think he probably forgot all about it. What is it? He's like, uh, like sports rival. He was like, I've been thinking about ways to beat you all year. Then the other guy's like, hmm, I haven't been thinking about you at all. Yeah, and but you know what? I, it also drove me to play better because I, I hate seeing people. I just okay. hate, I hate Eric and Pricks, so I wanted to beat him. And you know what? Whether or not he's thinking about me, he was thinking about me when I fucking caught that game winner. <laughs> Tell you about that. You want to know why? He was thinking about me when he purposely looked Stop away from me. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> I'm not him. I'm just saying it. It felt great. And he's always going to... Well, good. Whenever he sees my face, he's going to fucking think about it. I'm happy for you. Yeah. Have you experienced anything like that bullying? Have you ever had anyone like a, like a rival in bullying? Not really a rival. There's people I like to beat, but I also like them, and they're also nice people. There's not a lot of mean people in bowling. You told me you shoved somebody at a bowling Oh, yeah, but that I didn't really know that guy. He's not like a <laughs> okay. rival. He was just a drunk asshole. Okay. He lives in Florida now, so... You never had, like, an asshole coach or someone that, no, like... I never had a bowling coach. Okay. Mm-mm. Or a teammate? No. No, not... I didn't bowl in high school. Uh, and so... Can you handle that? Because you should definitely... I mean, I suppose... Yeah. Don't... I'm telling you right now, There's not, like, lasting rivalries. Like, no, I'm saying... We enjoy meeting each other. Frisbee is... Yeah, it's fine. I can't handle it. Fucking assholes. Whatever. Like if you make a bad throw, they'll just some like this guy Donkey. He was just shitting out his teammate for making a bad throw, and it was like, it was one of those throws where like you could tell they're. Well, tell him to fuck off. No, I. I mean, I was just, I defended his teammate, but I'm just saying people are like it's brutal. Yeah, well, chirpy. Do people ever say anything back to these big bullies? These Jaegers and these donkeys. No, I like to just stick to it on the field, man. I don't like to chirp too much. I tell him to fuck his mother. I just, uh, I just beat them in their own game. That gets the message across. Whether or not, whether or not they think about me, they'll know that they lost that fucking game. That's all that matters. Mm. I won. You sure did. You want to know why I won? Because of practice. <laughs> that I miss practice. If, 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 if a coach say I miss practice and y'all hear it, then that's that. I mean, I might have missed one practice this year. But if if somebody say... I bet it was way more than one practice. Come to practice. It can be one practice. Out of all the practices this year, that's enough. If I can't practice, I can't practice, man. I'm hurt, I'm hurt. I mean, simple as that. It ain't about that. I mean, it's, it's not about that. This isn't the best it's part to start off on, but... But it's, 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 it's easy to, to, to talk about. It's easy to sum it up. When you... What do you mean? That's not even the most notable part. When he starts going, what are we talking about? <laughs> Let's Play. see if I can find it. It's my last, not the game. Right here. Talking like it's my last, not the game. Yeah. Game. Not, not, not the game that I go out there and, and die for and play every game like it's my last. Not the game. We're talking about practice, man. I mean, how yeah, silly part. is that? I mean, we're talking about practice. I know I'm supposed to be there. I know I'm supposed to lead by example. I know that. And I'm not, I'm not shoving it aside 
you know, like it don't mean anything. Yeah. I know it's important. I do. I honestly do. But we talking about practice, man. What are we talking about? Practice? practice? We talking about practice, man. We, talk we talking about practice. We talking about practice. We ain't talking about the game. Not, not the game. We talking about practice, man. <laughs> when you come in the arena and you see me play, you see, see now me he's play, don't you? realizes he's starting to get you people on his side got, and making right? them laugh. But we talking about practice right now. That's our sports quote of the day. Practice. I picked that one because uh, apparently that was the anniversary. You don't, Are you doing what I think you're going to do? Oh, you're closing the window. I thought you were going to fart outside the window. And I was like, dude, it's, it's, it's human nature. You're a good distance away. It's fine. No, you can hear the highway. Oh, uh, good I can hear call. it on the mic. Good call, good call. See? Now you don't hear it. I picked this one because apparently the anniversary is a week ago. <coughs> but back to where we left off last week on our episode, we recorded right before the Miami GP. And I got to say, Mark, uh, I, I, I kind of feel It was feel pretty bad, entertaining, though. But a lot of people disagree. Like the general consensus Ooh. from the F1 fan base say that that was like one of the worst races. What ever. do you want to see happen, though? Overtakes. Well, out of action. Let them use their the, DRS or whatever all the time. I mean, that's one thing that upset me was that you. So okay, here are the there results. There are a few too many rules. The first ever Miami GP was won by Red Bulls Max Verstappen, followed by followed by Charles Leclerc in second, Carlos Sainz in third, Perez in fourth, Russell fifth, ahead of Lewis Hamilton sixth. Right behind is Valtteri Bottas, 7th, Espen Ocon, 8th, Alex Albon, ninth again with the fucking Williams, Lance Stroll, 10th. So, lots of dive in here. A lot of people think it was boring. A lot of people didn't like the chicane or under the, the freeway. They thought that was like, there's this turn where it's like really like, it's like really slow and the, all the drivers, I guess, just did not like the the chicane there. There's a couple. Oh, well, so fucking what? I think they were just trying each, something. Each I think track were, is different. I know they were trying something to get it in Miami. I have certain bowling alleys I don't like. Yeah, sure. I'm. I don't. There's parts of it that I liked. I don't mind straights. I want something like a street circuit. I think Miami is a good city to have it in. It's uh, it's perfect. It's all about fucking sports cars. Hot women, just it's sex cocaine. city, dude. Cocaine, money, partying. That's like fuck yeah. F one fits right in there. At least I think. Well, <laughs> so I hope they keep trying it. I'm not necessarily. I think they should make adjustments to the, you know, a few things. Like if you think you can make it better, then make it better. I thought it would be cool if they could somehow drive through the Hard Rock. You know? That'd be entertaining. Like across the 50-yard line. Through the goalposts. Uh, cool. One of the things I love about the Mexican GP is because they have one that, like, drives through a baseball stadium. And there's, like, it's just cool because it's just, like, this. it looks like you're driving through a massive stadium. And I just, I love it. Because you are driving through a massive stadium. It's not that massive, but uh -huh. it's cool. So some notable events. Uh, the biggest one is Pierre and Lando crashed. You and I saw that. I mean... Hate to say, but that was probably one of the more exciting parts of the race, just because 
it shook things up a little bit. Uh, a lot of people think that was Lando's fault. Pierre was having issues with his car. He was also on the radio. He went off due to the issues with his car. And as it came on, Lando was passing him, and then they just clipped. Pierre was fine. Lando crashed out. He actually seemed pretty calm on the radio. Usually they're just like, what the fuck's up with this guy? What the fuck is his problem? Watch your profanity. But Lando kept it cool. Didn't get mad at Pierre. I'm sure he disagreed with the, you know, he was disappointed. But for the most part, I think I personally thought Lando had plenty of room on the left side. I don't know why he had to get that close to Pierre. I agree. Did you think that when you saw it? Yeah. He was kind of like, mm, what you doing there, bud? Uh, other events were, there's some good battles between, uh, quote-unquote battles between Lance Stroll and Kevin Magnuson. They were really just, like, shoving each other off. They are like, both of them were just kind of slamming the door on each other and driving each other off the road. Uh, Lance Stroll, there's one clip where Lance is, like, weaving back and forth. It was pretty obvious. That was shaky. But then Kevin Magnuson does Kevin Maddoxon things and uh, drove him off the road because his brakes locked up. He's kind of known for that. Everyone's just like, oh, he's back. So Espen Ocon started from the pit lane. He finished in the points. Alex Albon scored points for Williams again. He started in 18th. Those two guys start from the back of the grid, made it up all the way into the points. That's fucking incredible, especially Albon. He's really earning his spot in F1. Uh... Ferrari, they couldn't do anything about Max Verstappen. They were just playing catch-up the whole time. They did secure two and three. I think Max is going to win the Drivers' Championship, but Ferrari might be able to win the Constructors. Uh, Mark, was there anything that like stood out to you? Tell me what your thoughts were on this, like, first your first time watching an F1 race. Um, so, I, I guess since it was the first time I watched it, I don't really... To me, it was the most entertaining one I've ever seen. Sure. That's, that makes sense. But I thought it was cool. I thought the environment was cool. Thought it was weird how much fake grass they put in, like, <laughs> yeah. and like the in, inside the track and stuff. A what? And all these like trees that are in pots. They had a fake. Like marina. they put like a yeah. They had a bunch of fucking boats on yeah. blue concrete. Yeah. I'm like, why? Why not just race it around it, a marina? It kind of. Well, they couldn't. I'm sure. Why? They, well, I'm, because property. I don't know about when he talks. Property like, I got marina. People could sit in their fucking boats and watch. They, I'm sure they tried, man. Knowing F1, they would have loved to get something oceanside, but I'm sure it's not. Might not. It's be Miami. It's all before. ocean. Obviously not. The, I think that they could have. They would have. Maybe they. Uh, maybe they want to dish out that much money. I'm sure it would have been really fucking expensive. Probably. But it would have been cooler. That's one of the things that makes Monaco so great is because it is by the marina. That's true. But I've seen I, that in the movies. But yeah, Miami just kind of seemed like a a fake, lifeless sex doll of Monaco called Miami. A sex doll? Yeah. Yep. That, no. That's, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to call the Miami GP. It was just... The sex doll GP? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the one you... It's the GP you prefer if you're all hopped up on coke. And you're just fucking whores. Oh, I like that. And you just want to blow money. You don't, you're not really paying what attention to the race today? anyways. You're just kind of there to just get drunk. 
And why hope someone crashes. I looked in the crowd and everybody looked rich. Yeah, that's F1. They all look super fucking rich like they have their own app. Right. I thought this is... I thought it was interesting. George Russell also... He's he's placed in the top five every race. He's really showing out Lewis Hamilton. I think Lewis Hamilton, I think he just kind of is like a top ten guy. I don't I'm kind of curious to see how he finishes because if he gets beat by George Russell, man, it's gonna he's gonna tarnish his own legacy. People will always remember him as a seven time world champion, but what does that mean if he does so average when we all know the regulations made things more equal. If, like, he's getting beat out by Alex Albon and Williams, who fucking cares if he was a seven-times world champion? It doesn't really right. matter. It just matters about right now, this race, you're still in a fucking Mercedes. You're still behind George Russell and Sergio Perez, which, like, no one would ever think that Sergio Perez is better than Lewis Hamilton, but he's kind of whooping his ass this year. So that was just a few things that I thought of. Valtteri Bottas is showing how great of a driver he is with Alfa Romero. Um, I'm surprised Lance Stroll got into the points. Oh, so there's also a moment where Sebastian Vettel crashed into Mick Schumacher. You remember that part? I think so. I remember a couple. I mean, I definitely remember the big crash. So it wasn't the, it, this one wasn't that big. It was when Mick Schumacher tried to go on the inside and Sebastian Vettel turned in on him. And if you don't know, Sebastian Vettel was uh, mentored by Michael Schumacher, Mick's dad. So and now Mick's in the F and F one. Sebastian's kind of reciprocating that role, that mentorship that he had. And the first thing Martin Brundle said when those two collided into each other, he was like you can't be mates in F1. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. You can't, like... And I get it, man. When he said that, I was like, it makes sense. Like, you can be cool with your teammate, but you both know that you're there to fucking... It is cutthroat. You are going to do whatever it takes to win, and I'm curious to see how Mick... <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm curious to I see was, I missed my soundbite opportunity, and I just hit my... Sorry. That's good. Hit my you're hand fine. on the mic stand. I'm interested to see how this friendship's going to turn out because, you know, Lewis Hamilton and this driver, Nico Rosberg, other world champion, they were best friends, and they were on Mercedes together, and they're not anymore. They, in fact, they do not speak. They're bitter rivals. So, uh, God, I hope that doesn't happen with Sebastian Vettel and Mick Schumacher, but today was like, that's the one, one of the bigger takeaways I have for the Miami GP was like, oh, man. Mick, Sebastian, it's like Anakin Skywalker, Obi Wan, mm, Star Wars. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Mick's fault. I think he should have. Uh, I think it was a little too aggressive. I think he was. Yeah, he could have waited a little bit, but that's all we have for the the formula. God, I can't believe I said the formula. For the formula. For Formula the One. NBA. That's all we have for the Miami GP. Up next, we're going to talk about the NBA playoffs.
starting game four Warriors uh, defeat Grizzlies 101 to 98. Warriors take the 3 1 lead. I mean, after shellacking them in the game before, this one was actually pretty close. Yeah. I think they found their pace. I think they're going to start. I think they're going to finish them out. I think tonight. They play like tonight. So. At nine, probably. Also, uh, I did see another video of uh, was it Poole? Jordan Poole and John Morant. I did see a slow-mo, and I finally saw the actual footage of Jordan Poole grabbing at his knee. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I I guess from Ja's perspective, you could be like, hey, man, he grabbed my knee. What's his intent? What other intentions do you have when you try to pull on someone's fucking knee? Yeah, I guess intent is really everything. Yeah. Like, do you think he was trying to... I mean, was he really trying to grab the ball, or do you think he was just trying to, like, really... I mean, try and just pull every ligament in your knee real quick. It didn't look like he was trying to grab the ball, no. No. I mean, he landed right on his knee, but he also didn't look like he pulled it that hard. No. Uh, but, I mean, I don't want to say he wasn't strong enough, because I feel like I could hurt somebody if I had a good grab and actually wanted to. Like, here, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> just push my knee in. You know, it doesn't take much. I know that. Your knees can be delicate. I mean, it doesn't like you could step on a curb and or on a pothole True. and just fucking tear your ACL. I mean, he's a probably a, got pretty strong pretty strong knees, I guess. He's young. I, but they I like to think my knees are pretty strong. Me too. Uh my was it my right knee? I tore cartilage in my right knee, so my right knee's a little sensitive. <laughs> oh, it just I'll, I'll feel it every now and again. I yeah. But go, anyways, back to the series. Who do you think? Do you think the Warriors are gonna finish? I it think off? they'll finish it off. Yeah. I'd like to see the Grizzlies. Maybe one. Take it. Take a fight to them, but I just I do not. The Warriors see them. at home too. I do not see them getting past the Warriors. I think the Warriors are gonna. I think they're gonna go all the way. Honestly, I don't oh, know if they're gonna win it. They're gonna go to the finals. I mean. Yeah, it, it. Hold on, I lost the note spot. Um, I don't want to agree, but just because it, it seems so, you know, the Warriors again. That's not really entertaining. And so they're gonna. They would face the winner of the Mavericks and the Suns, right? Yes. Oof. That's gonna be. A, we'll see who wins. I mean, right now the uh, the Mavs they're coming back. Yeah, they beat them. Uh, Surprisingly, one eleven to one one. Yeah, one eleven to one one tied the series two two. One oh three to ninety four. That was a close one. Bucks and Celtics series is tied. <sighs> Celtics won by I, eight. I just don't. I think the Warriors are going to be very. Look at the numbers they're putting up. One forty two, one seventeen. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna beat who are the winner of the Mavericks and the Suns. What about the East? So that's an East. That that's an interesting one. I don't know. I I'm still set with the Bucks. They're my favorite to win it. I'm going back to backs, both in hockey and NBA. I just feel it. I don't know. I just I want. I feel like the Bucks are gonna make a strong push, but the Celtics. I think. It, they right. they beat the Bucks one sixteen to one oh eight. They tied it up. It's very suspenseful right now. Anything could happen. Same thing with the 76ers and Heat. That one 
Uh, Sixers beat the Heat 118-116. Wow, what a game. Yeah. Another series tied 2-2, but I think it's going to be the Bucks and the Warriors in the finals. I think so, too. The 76ers, I would really like to see Joel Embiid have like a redemption arc. I would love to see him go to the finals, even win it. That would be really cool. Looks like uh, Jimmy Butler is hitting his stride, though. He was having a good game. God, these I will say, these are great matchups. These are great games, both exciting. Even if the Warriors do win tonight, I think John Moran will have made a name for himself and the Grizzlies in general. They've come this far. They're, I think they're proving to the NBA, like, hey. Grizzlies and Warriors do not play tonight. Oh, they don't? Oh, they play no. tomorrow? Okay. Celtics and Bucks play at 7 o'clock. That would be a good game. Oh, no, today 9.30, my bad. It's a late game. Celtics yeah. and or Grizzly, Warriors and Grizzlies today at 9.30. Okay. So late, though. I don't know if I'll be able to watch all of it. So I'm going to say the Bucks over the Celtics. I don't know, game... That might actually go to seven games. And I'm going to say uh, 76ers over the Heat. And then I'm going to say, and then the Warriors over the Grizzlies. And, Damn, Giannis went. And I'm going to say Mavs over the Suns. Giannis had a double-double his last game. 34 points, 18 rebounds. Damn. Jesus. Unstoppable. Oh, my God. That will do it for the NBA playoffs. We will, we will definitely follow this next episode. We're gonna follow them all the way through the through to the finals. Uh, this next story though is a bit more on the sad side. Unfortunately, it involves Adrian Payne and the storyline that broke out over the weekend. Mark, former Michigan State basketball star Adrian Payne, has died at the age of thirty-one. According to reports from a former teammate, uh, Payne was a four-year contributor for the Spartans and saved his best year for his senior season in 2014, averaging 16.4 points and 7.3 rebounds per game, guiding Michigan State to an Elite Eight finish in the NCAA tournament and as Big Ten champs. Payton signed with the Spartans in 2010 out of Dayton, Ohio, Jefferson High School. The 24-7 sports... Composite ranked him as the number 22 prospect nationally, number five center, and number two prospect in the state of Ohio. And after developing under Tom Izzo as a freshman in East Lansing, began to really take off during his sophomore season with more playing time. I do remember, I always thought um, that he looked like the oldest player in college, and then I found out that he was like pretty much the same age as me. Yeah, he did look significantly older. He could have pulled off being like 34. Uh, He was a two-year starter. (laughs) He was a two-year starter at Michigan State by the end of his career and was the first-round pick of the Atlanta Hawks in 2014. Mm -hmm. From there, Peyton played several years of professional basketball before taking his career overseas. He parted ways with Juventus Utina of the Lithuanian Basketball League in February. Such a shame. It's a terrible tragedy. Not, not much to say. I heard I just, it was a shooting, too. Yeah. I read up on this story. Apparently, 
It seems like a complicated one for sure. Not cut and dry. It seems like there's a lot of uh, a couple different stories. Obviously, the suspect is saying something different. He's saying that he's trying to claim self-defense, basically. Adrian Payne was supposedly going there because he was trying to prevent a domestic uh, abuse situation. He was trying to help this girl who was the guy's girlfriend. Anyways, I think Adrian Payne walked up to him and the guy pulled out his gun and shot him because he felt threatened, apparently. That's the story. That's the gist of it. If you want the details, you can check it out. Where'd it happen? Did it say where it happened? I believe in Florida. Oh, okay. Yes. Very, man, that's so terrible. I think they have that protect your castle law or whatever they call it. Uh, Really? Where if someone's on your property threatening you. That'll be a shame if he gets away with it. I have I this all. Well, I mean, I there's don't know. two sides to every there story is, now. Okay, there I'm are in, two I'm sides. To every, no, uh, no, I take that back. There are two sides to every story. I don't know. I don't know what Adrian's intents were. What his intent was, I should say. It's just a shame. It's too bad. I do remember him playing. Uh, I don't follow MSU basketball that much, but I do remember. You might have remembered him. He was also the player that uh, kind of made headlines because he bonded with this uh, sickly child who was battling some type of disease. It was either cancer or something, some other terrible disease. And it was just, he, seemed, he came off like a really sweet guy. And everyone definitely grew respect for him on and off the field. He seemed like a likable person. So it's just... Hearing this news, it just kind of shook, especially in the West Side, West Michigan, Michigan in general, all these MSU fans, everyone was just kind of yeah, very taken back by it. It's terrible. It's always see. different when someone is potentially murdered. I mean, that's I guess that's thing. what it is, it's yeah. murder. A real tragedy. We're going to shift over to our last segment in basketball, and we're going to talk about Nikola Jokic winning the back-to-back MVP That's impressive, especially, especially for, for a center. Yeah. Ooh, jinx. <laughs> a big guy. And he he put up 31 points. Or Let's see. Yeah, he averaged 31 points a game. And, God, it, he's a fucking center. He does everything. Over Giannis, over Jimmy Butler, over Steph Curry. Man, Nikola Jokic, had, he averaged more points per game than Steph Curry. That's just kind of shocking. And, obviously, Ja Morant, too. Good for him. I feel like he was the heart and soul for Denver. He's the only reason Denver even made it to the playoffs, why they'd even be remotely relevant. It's because of Nikola Jokic. I really hope he gets a championship. That would really complete his career. Not that he needs it. This is still... His legacy is unbelievable. What he's accomplished, he deserves it entirely. Now, how do you feel about him getting it over Joel Embiid? Um, I mean, to me, they're kind of the same player. Um, I don't know. I just think that it would have been nice if, I think it would have proved more if Nikola took Denver deeper into the playoffs. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it's tough to do against Golden State, who is kind of our favorite to win the NBA. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I don't think Joel Embiid was too concerned about it. I I think he's got his eyes on the prize. I think if you had to choose between winning an MVP and a championship, you'd probably choose the championship, which Joel still has a chance to achieve, which, you know, his destiny is in his hands still. Although it would, I wouldn't have been too disappointed if Joel Embiid won the MVP. No, I, and I do think Joel Embiid was more consistent all year. That is true. He has been. And that, honestly, I think the fact that he even went to the playoffs with his team is pretty incredible. Jokic also brings more de- defense, more, more, more defensive-minded than Joel Embiid, which is, especially in basketball, you have to be able to play both sides of the ball. Yeah. No, absolutely deserves. Some of the other NBA awards, uh, Suns Monty Williams won Coach of the Year. He helped guide Phoenix to a franchise record of 64 wins and the league's top record. Good for him. That was That's incredible. I mean, that's really something, especially for a team like the Suns, which I remember have never been that good. They've just never really been relevant. Maybe here and there. They've had a couple good players, but this is definitely the peak of their franchise and long overdue, but they deserve it. Other uh, Tyler Harrow won this uh, Sixth Man of the Year award. John Morant won Most Improved Player. How do you feel about that? Is that like, do you think he should have won something like more than that, or like, do you think Josh Happy got? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I we weren't really hearing about him last year that much. You think? So? Um, okay. I think he's really become kind of more of a go-to guy on the Grizzlies. Absolutely. He's a star. He's in all their highlights. He's a human highlight reel. Probably the most entertaining player right now. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Holiday, one teammate of the year. I believe he's on the Bucks. Barnes, we already talked about him. He's a rookie of the year. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, Smart. He uh, was the defensive player of the year. He becomes the first guard to win the award since Gary Payton in 95. Yeah. Nets Mills won Sportsmanship Award. That's nice. How do you win that, though? Like Probably most liked guy. I don't know. Yeah, but that that seems like opinion. doesn't really seem like it's based on any stat. Yeah. Um... I actually have to get going a little bit, so we're going to speed through these segments. Oh. That is all we have for the NBA. We're going to jump into the NHL playoffs. And I got to say, it's been quite exciting. I mean, every series is just down to the wire, back and forth. One team will put up seven goals. The other team puts up seven goals. Uh, just, un- this is just unbelievable. This is why hockey's so good. Playoff hockey's the best. This is my first time, like, really covering it. I only watched, like, the Red Wings, but now I'm, like, really watching it, and it's just so good. The Montreal Canadiens, or, sorry, the- real quick, the Montreal Canadiens did just win the NHL draft lottery. They will have the top pick for the first time since 1980 that came out today 
So. I don't like the draft lottery. I don't I feel like it should be. Yeah, I don't either. The worst gets the most. Which they are the worst, so that's well-deserved. Back to the playoffs. Colorado Avalanche advanced. They swept the Nashville Predators. It's shit on! They won 5-3 to three in game four. You know what? It sucks to get swept, but the Predators should hold their head high. They've done really well. They, they, I mean, like, you made it to the playoffs. You got a yeah, consistent you swept time. Out in the first no, round. you don't want to see that, but you know what? It's like you may as well not even have made it. Avalanche are fucking good, dude. Yeah, it's but that was like, like that was always like when the Red Wings would make the playoffs 24 years in a row or whatever. Yeah. But you get booted out in the first round the last six years. It's no fun. Mm-hmm. So the Capitals and Panthers series is going down to the wire. The uh, Panthers won 3-2 in game four. That series is tied. Most of them, the rest are all tied other than that one. Toronto and Tampa Bay, game four went to Tampa Bay, seven to three, and then back right back to Toronto, game five, they won four to three. Canes and Boston, game four, Bruins won five to two, and then game five, same, basically same score. Canes five won one. five to one. New York and Pittsburgh, game four, Penguins won seven to two. They're playing tonight, which. My God, they put up Penguins put up fourteen points these last two games. Holy cow! Uh, Minnesota versus St. Louis. Game four went to the Blues, five to two, even the series up. Game five goes to the Blues. They took a lead in the series. That's happening right now too. Um, where else is that? Oh yeah, L.A. just kind of the came winners back. are they they kind of end up being blowouts by the time it comes around to the third period. Yeah. A lot of empty net goals, too. Which, can we talk about that for a second? I think the empty... I don't know why. I feel like I'm the only one that hates the empty net rule. Like, I th- I would never pull my goalie with, like... It's not a rule. Left. You don't have to do it at but all. But it's a strategy. Yeah, you're right. It's not a rule, but it's a strategy. And I, I mean, it's, I a, it's basically a power play. I... But I... It, not really, because you're If right, you score on it 40% of the time, that's really good. I just would not do it. I watched... Uh, it's the only way was. you can come back if you're down by two. No, it's not. I disagree. I disagree. But anyways, what do I know about fucking hockey? Uh, the Calgary... There's been times when it's worked. Cal- yeah, I know. I've seen it work. But I When just, you pull your goalie, you're basically almost conceding the game but with up the, to a certain extent. You know was, if they score again that the game is really over. Which game was I watching? Was I watching the... Um, I want to say it was the Toronto-Tampa Bay game. They were like... If they... They were down one, or like... Um, no, 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 they were down two. They pulled their goalie. They, uh, I can't remember what it was. I want to say they pulled their goalie, and they gave up a goal, like, instantly. And then they ended up scoring a goal later and said they were down two. They could have been down one with, like, two minutes of it. I don't know. It's, just, it's a, it's a, what do they call it? Like, the second the team got into their possession, they there's, just scored. There's an implied risk when you do it. I don't think it's worth it. So the Flames... They took game four against the Stars. They won four to one. Stars goal, even though they won four to one, the Stars goaltender Audinger had fifty saves, dude. My God, that's he a lot up, of saves. Give up four goals, but like that just shows their defense is not helping them out. Three two series there. Who's playing tonight? We got. I know the Penguins are playing tonight. A lot of good matchups. Just all five goals uh, in the series. Yeah. Goal a game. He's killing it. They have like 17 goals total, five of them by him. Capitals and the Panthers, they're playing tonight. Stars and the Flames. 
God, I do not know who's who is going to win these series. I just I have no idea. I want to say the like if you ask me before the playoffs about the Panthers, I'd be like, oh, Florida, easy, yeah, no deal. Like told you, no doubt. Here they are. The fucking Capitals are going toe to toe. I think the Penguins are going to finish off the Rangers tonight, though. You said they do play tonight. They're playing right now. Penguins and Rangers. No, pa- Panthers and Capitals. They do play tonight, seven thirty. Sweet. The Penguins put up 14 goals their last two games. I think they're going to finish them out. But they are playing at New York, so we'll see. And that is what we're, that is all we have for the NHL playoffs. Our next... Oh, wait, up next we're going to talk about baseball real quick. We're going to talk about Milwaukee's Brewers' Christian Yelich, who becomes the sixth player in MLB history to hit for three cycles in his career. He got the hard one out of the way first, the triple. Yeah. It's like, obviously, it's the toughest one to get. That is pretty crazy. And uh, it's weird because a lot of times, you know, when you're going, a lot of times it's the only one that you have left to get. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of times players will try to stretch doubles into triples and inevitably get thrown out. Yeah. Just so they can say they hit for the cycle. But he stretched a double into a triple his first at bat of the game, which. Damn. Kind of just goes to show the mentality he has as a baseball player. I'm going to be honest. My entire life of, like, someone having baseball knowledge and playing t-ball and stuff. It's not and baseball watch, knowledge when you play t-ball. I, it's experience. When you look at me like that, I'm, it's experience. <laughs> I'm just saying, I've been on a fucking baseball field before, mm-hmm. and I still I did not know what a cycle was until now. <laughs> You're like, what's that? He hit for the cycle three times? You're like, what's a cycle? I had no idea what a cycle was. I should have made something up and made you feel ridiculous. Uh, Mr. Missed opportunity. <laughs> up next is our bad sports moment, and we found this last second, you guys. Uh, I just went on Reddit real quick, and this is our bad sports moment. It is uh, Jack Grealish, who I'm a, I'm actually kind of a fan of uh, Aston Villa. No, who's he play for? Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Is this? I don't know how I don't know how um, recent this is. Actually, I'm gonna say that, but it's Jack Grealish it getting physically assaulted by a. Our Birmingham last one was City from fan. 1979. And Jack Grealish has done extraordinarily well to stay calm there. Damn. Just, just punched him right from behind. That wasn't. That guy can't punch, but still, that would suck. Absolutely to see anything like that on the football. Are they kicking him? Because that is disgusting. Ooh, actually it's not that bad. That's of a salt, dude. He's that's going a, to jail for That's assault, brother. Also, that's what, assault, are you, what are you gonna do? What, like what, what's your end goal? To just punch him out? Like that's you the end of your life right there. And it's on camera, like you know where you're going. I mean, probably not that. You're I mean in he an might enclosed be. stadium, dude. You're not going anywhere, dude. It didn't look like he expected to get away. He was drunk. That's what it was. Probably. He was drunk as fuck. They're all drunk. It's fucking the UK. (laughs) That is all we have for you guys. Sorry we had to cut this one a little short. But. Grundy got a girlfriend. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have a great weekend. We will see you Monday. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye-bye.